Man, it's your boy, artist. Spook, we'll have back in business podcast. Mm -hmm. Air is a gap too deep. Are you Milan? Here, Milan. Your girl, Flamey Gina. Oh, this is Auntie Tegan. Ebony, aka Ebony, with an I. I'm from the Big Head Radio Show, and I'm with the King Teeth Network, huh? Get it going. We gonna get it going. We having some. We having some extracurriculars. It's been a family function in this motherfucker today. But we got uh, a superstar in the making. And uh, this is the King Team Network. Shout out to the world family. Thank y'all for being here. But we got a motherfucker. They just said it. Goat status already. We got little banks in the building. What's, What's going on? What's going on? Thank you for hey, having me, bro. Of course, we've been needing to do it. Definitely. And now it's getting done. Now it's happening, for sure. Hey, I always appreciated your energy, man, since we first met, man. Sure. It's just always been just love and and, and, and fun. That's you know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. And like embracing. Because I be dolo. You know I be dolo. Definitely be dolo. <laughs> and you be everywhere, too. Hey. You be everywhere, Come on. for sure. On the niggas, though. Dolo, for sure, though. Hey, but then sure, to though. be embraced by a group and you leading the group. For sure. Means a lot to me. For sure. Cause you know how people act. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they got their people with them and how they moving and they about to perform. And, but you always show love and, and embrace me and always wanted to be a part of this. That's why I'm like, hell yeah, we gonna get it in, but I wanna do it right. No, for That's sure. why I got Sweezy Films. Shout out Sweezy. Shout out Sweezy Films, Shout man. Sweezy. And we and we got this shit going. But um we gotta get into your story. So man, you've been working. We you already said a little earlier, since 14? 14. Man, been grinding, but this is a passion. You can see it in the eyes. For sure, for sure. Where'd the passion come from, man? Well, like I was telling you earlier, like, I was born into music. Like, I was always around it. Yeah. Like, I, I tell every time I go to a podcast, a radio interview, I always let it be known. Like, I was literally born into music. Mm -hmm. Like, my mother's side of the family, they vocalists. Mm -hmm. My father's side, they vocalists, and they play instruments. Okay. So, as when I was younger... I was more so like behind the scenes, like I could play the drums, mm -hmm. I could play the trumpet. Mm -hmm. My dad was oh. just that piano before he died. Like my dad in his front room, he had an 88 key piano and he had three, three spotlights on each wall. And oh, you was born to on, on, the, on the weekends when I come over, uh, if he if he didn't want my mom at the time, she'd pop up and they they was in the church. Mm -hmm. So he'd go in there and he'd start playing the song and she'd go in there and she'd sing and he'd had a spotlight song and I'd just wow. sit back on the couch just watching at the it. House. At the house. In the front room of the house, for sure. That's wild. That's a magical, like, how they come together like that. Like, they could be mad as hell. Start that goddamn so I key. Got, I swear to God. <laughs> and every problem go away. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. problem go away, for sure. That's a, amazing. So, so, sure. so it just attacked you early. Yeah. Like, definitely. just emotionally. Definitely. Like, it, it definitely. just hit you. Yeah. That's mom and dad. They don't even fuck with each other for real. But and then it's so crazy because I started playing the drums on accident. Like, I was wow. just sitting. Like, I used to go to, with my dad to choir rehearsal. Absolutely. And I would just, the drummer wasn't there when I'm practicing. I, was, I just sat there and he was like, Stump your foot to the beat, and mm -hmm. I stump, and then he like hit the hot hat. I'm like, which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> he like, that which one, one is that? But I you was focused one. on that. Then he'd be like, all right, now hit the snare. I'm like, which one is that? He like that one. I'm like, all right, if I know what I had a little beat going. Wow. And then at the end of practice, he was like, Sunday, get to the drums. Yeah. And I'm like, that's your pops. All right, my dad. Yeah. And hey, he was not. He was not playing. Yeah. But see, 
I knew what it was. I know what it was on the way to church, but I still get to church and sit in the back pew. Mm -hmm. And he'd be on the piano, on the organ. He'd be like, he'd look at me. He'd be like, Yeah. Okay. And I look away, and the usher'd be like, Hey, yo, daddy, tell him to go on the drums. <laughs> <laughs> so once that happened, you feel me? I blew over there, and it low key just became a thing. Like mm -hmm. since he died, though, I, I haven't really touched it for real. It was kind of wow. like a me and him type thing, and yeah. it's like it's a bittersweet moment being up there on them drums and looking to the piano and not seeing him. Absolutely. Like it's, it, it's, it's that's where it started. That's yeah. the origin. So it just. I haven't really done it as much as I used to, mm. but I definitely, definitely was messing with it for sure. So you mm. took that, right, um, early on, growing up and being in church and being musically inclined, mm -hmm. um, and you took that and you started creating your own style, mm -hmm. your own wave, mm -hmm. your own writing, mm -hmm. your own words. Mm -hmm. When did it become real for you? As like, oh, I'm gonna be an artist. It became real for me at 13. Wow. At, at 13 is when I, I decided, like, this is really what I want to do long term. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until 14 when I actually recorded an actual, it, it, it wasn't until 14 when I actually recorded in a real studio. I did a feature with a dude named Kayvon the Great. He, mm -hmm. he got the understanding. Uh, Shout thing, out to the, Kayvon the, the Great. The that was one of my first First, first people I ever hosted a show yeah, with, he, ever. Shout out to him. He, he got the. That's a name. Wow, that's crazy. Shout out to that. Yeah. That's dope. So we did a we did a song called No Competition. Me, him, and my nigga Ken. Okay. We did a song called No Competition, and that was my first time like in a real studio with the real mic. He was he was dealing with mm -hmm. um, DJ Fatty Banks mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. So just to be, cause I had knew who Fatty was, I knew who RJ the Fool was. Like I was familiar with their whole little circle. Okay. So just to be around them alone was like, oh, it was no. different. Yeah, and it, it was like this really what I gotta do. Okay. And it, it just went up from there. My problem back then was I didn't really know the business side of right. it. Right. I didn't understand marketing. Right. I didn't understand networking. Right. I thought it was all just rap and go. Mm -hmm. And it's not. It, it gets so much deeper than that. Absolutely. It, it gets so much deeper than that. So over the years, I learned that I ended up doing some time. Okay. And when I did some time. I studied the music business. It's, it's actually a book, and I, this free game right here too. It's a book called All You Need to Know About the Music Business. Man, I got it in the car right now. It break down everything, contracts, copyrights, royalties, publishing, like anything pertaining to the music business, bro, that, break it, that book break it down. And it break it down really? in the simplest form for you too. It gave you and examples. And it helps you really like, learn it. Definitely. So that really changed the game for you? For sure. Shout out to that book. What was for it called sure. again? It's called All You Need to Know About the Music Business. I think it's by like Donald Passman or something. Any like artist should grab that book. That's free game right there. All You Need to Know About the Music Business. That's free game. That's, that, no, that's a free game. Well, if you buy it from the store, it's $35 game, but it's still. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth the 35 For sure. Tenfold. For sure. So you said you went to prison. Now, um, I met you officially, officially. Um, when we were in Columbus mm -hmm. at the BFO. Mm -hmm. um, now, how did you get a part of that? How did you become a part of BFO? How did you, and then what happened? So before I went to jail, I want to say it was like 2015, 2016, somewhere up in there. Uh, BFO, they, of course, so if you don't know who BFO is, they is, uh, they're a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. and they, 
based on, on like parole board reform mm -hmm. and just rebuilding the community in general. Mm -hmm. um, it's headed by uh, Fred Ward, shout out to Fred, shout Ward. Out to Fred Ward. And um, the big dog. they had a play going on and I was with a group called FBH and we were in charge of the songs that was gonna be in the play. So that was my initial contact with Fred Ward. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up going down, I went down 2017. I came home March of 2021. Mm -hmm. I went back September wow. of 2021. So I was out for like maybe for five and a half months. I violated. Yeah. I went back. Um, they sent me to the halfway house. Mm -hmm. um, going to the halfway house, I had to do certain classes. And in, in those classes, it was a guy named Dane. He was a brother who had did some time and he was coming back and just speaking. He mm -hmm. brought Fred one day. Wow. At the end of the, of, the, of the class, Fred was surrounded. I had left and came back in. And when he seen me, he cleared the crowd. He said, Banks, I've been looking for you. Where you been? I say, uh, jail. <laughs> been locked up, bruh. And he was like, well, what you got to do to get out? So I'm on parole and probation. Mm -hmm. So I was in the halfway house for probation. And um, I mean, for parole, but I still had to leave there and go deal with probation. So, you know, I just told Fred everything that I had been doing while I was down, everything I had been doing since I had been out for those little few months and everything I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. And Fred, knowing my musical background, he was like, man, whatever I got to do to help you, I will. So Fred ended up writing this letter to the judge, man. And that honestly was what, what? solidified me getting out when I happened to do no extra time. Probation was trying to give me more time. Mm -hmm. So when Fred wrote that letter and the judge was unfamiliar with him, the judge actually stopped court to go in the back and like, look him up what like who is he yeah because the way he was talking i had read the letter the way he was talking you could tell he he knew what he was saying mm -hmm. like you could tell he was he, he was very smart but the judge i was in marion ohio which is mm -hmm. two hours away right they don't know who he is right. so the judge actually had to stop court to go figure out like man who is this dude and why is he speaking so highly of him and mm -hmm. why should i even care, care. why should i even care yeah about? He came back and he said, man, if you got people like this in your corner, wow. it's limitless what you can do. Wow. And and me and Fred been locked in ever since then. Real shit. Shout out to Fred for yeah, that. Shout out to Fred. That's what sure. the people don't see, though. Yeah, shout out to Fred for sure. But he be really changing the game. For sure. Shout for out sure. to Fred. Because he, he was thugging, too. No, for sure. Ain't no, he? for real. No, for sure. <laughs> Big but OG. he changed. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And he's he still thugging he his he way. He still got that respect, though. He man. Still, he still get that respect. Man, that's dope, man. That's power. Man, and you got to stay connected to that. To it's real power. that. To yeah. that. That's real power. Yeah, definitely. So I'm supposed to be doing a soundtrack for his, for his, uh, his documentary. Shout out to that, cause we do, we gonna be working with you then, yeah, cause we doing, doing part that. of the documentary. Shout out to the zero, for we doing sure. that, we, do, okay, yeah, we I'm doing, doing that. Doing the soundtrack so, yeah. for that, definitely. Okay, so get to this music. So when did you start to, um, so after you get out, let's go before you get it, before you go in. How was the music for you? Where were you at? Were you dropping songs? Were you dropping tapes? What was going on? So initially. I was into the music I was actually doing, being an artist. Mm -hmm. I started dealing with a female, and of course, it, it became, why you always in the studio? Mm -hmm. Why you always gotta go? And it's like, you met me when I was doing this. Right, but you now, already know. Now that we a little bit more tied in, you want more time, and stuff like that. So, I, 
music is my passion. I would mm -hmm. never stop doing music. Like any job I ever get, it's like, bro, I'm doing this so that I could put this behind that. Right. 100%. So, so me not one to lead the music scene in general. Like I got more so behind the scenes. So by the time. I actually went down I was doing more so like networking mm -hmm. management like mm -hmm. stuff like that um, learning the business mm -hmm. the groundwork for 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 what it was worth like I, I mean as much as I could yeah. like I, I was learning it just basically off of experience mm -hmm. like it was like that's what it like, is that's like what right now is. like I got like I said I was reading the book so I know a little bit more on how mm -hmm. to operate but initially it was more so just like go here fail okay I know, I know what not to do right go here to see okay I know what to do right so I met this person I met that person right so when I actually went down 2017 I was more so just behind the scenes and, and what was that for if I went down for, I went down for a robbery I was on the run for a robbery and then when I got caught I got caught with a gun okay. so I went down for robbery uh, which is F1 uh, felony 3 CCW uh, a weapon under disability then I had a whole bunch of little miscellaneous charges mm -hmm. that ultimately that ended up getting dropped. Mm -hmm. But so when I was in there, and, and so I, they gave you three years, three and a half. They gave something. me four. Four. They gave me four. Well, technically, she gave me six. Mm -hmm. She gave me two because it was two separate cases. She gave me four for the robbery. Mm -hmm. She gave me two for the gun case, mm -hmm. but she ran it together. Okay. So it was only the four. When I went down there, I was so green to prison. It was my first time. Mm -hmm. So. I was telling somebody like, yeah, I do music. So it was a guy there from Akron, his name Bill. Uh, he actually ended up getting locked back up. He he was like, oh, you be rapping? I'm like, yeah. He like, all right, well, get on the JPEG. And he like, find whatever beat you want. He like, and I'll buy it. I'm like, where I'm gonna find a beat at? He like, nigga, on the JPEG. I get on the JPEG, I buy a beat. I'm like, this the one. He like, all right. He like, you can vibe to this? I'm like, yeah. He like, all right, write to it. Whatever you write to it, I'm gonna write a verse for it. So and that kind of started everything. So once I did that, like they was having, I was in a level two. Mm -hmm. So we was doing shows down there where we just put the J pay up, the J player up to the mic, I mean That's to the hard. speaker, yeah. and we just rap over the beat. Mm -hmm. And I did that. We had yard. That day. was your first, like. Shows that was your first in prison, yeah. Wow, in prison, yeah. That's hard. I, I, after that, man, I ended up doing a show in prison like every month. Like every yeah. time they had a show, it was like, bro, we gotta get back. Mm -hmm. Even if you like, it had been a time where, man, they was, it was damn near show day, and a guy named Science Man, Free Science, man, he came to me and he was like, listen, bro, they got a showcase, and it's like, how you having a showcase and don't got the hardest nigga on the compound down there? Real shit. I'm like, I'm like, right, right, right. He like, yeah, practice tomorrow. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, he did. So you got your name buzzing. Yeah, for sure. Like, anytime you mention anybody down there where I was at, on the music side, it was no way my name wasn't coming up really? in that conversation. I swear to you, this is all facts. There's no How way did my that name feel? was not. I know that felt good. It felt great, to be honest, like, because it's... It's a group of dudes, yeah, like, and it's you know, jail. niggas be hating. Yeah, hell yeah. But so to begin embraced like that, it was really like, it was, it was, it was humbling. But it also was confirmation for me, like, bro, if you can win over a crowd like this, mm -hmm. your options is limitless. Yeah. Right? It's, it's nothing you can't do if you can win over somewhere like this. So I did that. And it would be to the point, okay, so the first show, the second show I ever did, I went on first mm -hmm. and uh -oh. I was nervous, hey, so I had yeah. the, I had the hood on 
And man, I turned that bitch up. Yeah. It was to the point where the next day people was coming up like, hey, was that you with the hood yesterday? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. They're like, bro, I didn't know you had that in you. Really? Yeah, you turn into a different beast on that performance side. I have to. Is that, is it to. from those shows in prison that did that to you? Or was it just naturally in you with the drums? Like, where, where'd it come from? It's, it's naturally in me. And it's, it's because, like I said, even before when I went down, like, I always studied music. Mm -hmm. I just started studying on a different level. But mm -hmm. I always studied it. Like, whatever my favorite song is at the time, I would go on YouTube and watch that artist perform that song live mm -hmm. in four different venues, four mm -hmm. different states, four different days. I would watch his crowd control. How he did it. I would watch his song selection. Yeah. I would watch just how he would talk in between. I would watch if he would do a wardrobe change. Mm -hmm. I just watch how you keep the crowd engaged with you, period. Mm -hmm. I watch how you would move from this side to this side. I watch how if, would, would you sing this song in a higher octave? Like, I really wow. took down those songs. I still do it. I just did it, what was that, yesterday? Really? Just yesterday. I was watching some type of um, concert over in London. Okay. Everybody did. So you didn't got abstract with it now. You trying to see what other people do. Definitely. But I mean, it's still, you know, you're like, and then see, now my artist range is not, it, it, it's so different. It's, yeah. I don't, I'm not limited to just one lane. Like, I was watching Gibeon the other day. Right. Feel That's me? a completely different wave, but you can learn a lot. I'm watching how he using the performance track. It's just live. Just the beat playing, maybe some ad-libs and just his raw vocal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or just watching how how he command this stage. Like it was a long stage. It was this way, and then it's when I go out into the crowd. I'm in my I'm telling my people like, man, if you don't walk down this motherfucking ramp, use that the rest of that stage. Like then I said it, he went down there. He started walking down that ramp. Crowd like, started yep. going crazy. Yep. Like he he kept him engaged. Like and I I would I would point out certain things like okay, they singing alone because he had a, a kind of mellow part of the song. When he go up, they go up. Like I watch all of that mm. type of stuff. So it's that's that's where the performance in me came from. Like I channel those emotions. I, I picture that in my head when I'm on stage. And then fun fact, I'm always nervous before every show. Are you really? Always nervous before every show. I think I could peep that. I'm always nervous you before You kind of walk show. around a little extra, you hit the you hit the uh, black a little bit. Yeah, I, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm nervous before every show too though, so I get it. But how do you get over it? As soon as the song drop? As soon as they call my name, mm -hmm. it's like, all right, bro. Because one thing I realize is that the crowd feed off of you. Absolutely, 100%. So, whatever it, you do, they gonna do. Like, okay, remember we had, the, I was at the show with ODOV, her mm -hmm. album release party. So, I can only do the one song, so of course I chose Bad For Love. And me knowing that it's a song for the ladies, but I'm in the club. Mm -hmm. I know y'all expecting to hear some turnt shit. So, but when I grabbed the mic, I'm like, hey, man, if you the baddest female in this club, make some noise. And they mm -hmm. screamed. And I'm like, man, y'all, hell no, man. If you the baddest in this club, make some noise. Ah! Mm -hmm. It went crazy. Now you want to hear what I got to say. Right. You feel Absolutely. me? So now, I'm a, I, now I can be smooth with it. Like, because mm -hmm. now I got your attention. Right. Now Hype I got your attention. Hype didn't bring it down. Hype didn't bring it down. Now listen to what I'm saying mm -hmm. to you. You know what I'm saying? Real like, shit. 
that's just how I be operating. But I'm definitely always nervous before every show. Okay. Always. So you got like you already said. Uh, shout out to ODOV. Um, you already said you you got that song out with her. What other songs you got out right now? So I got. Let's go for the features. So I got the Such a Vibe remix with ODOV. I did. Um, Trust Nobody remix with my nigga Block. Mm -hmm. I got an unreleased song. Okay. With uh, and I, I I hope it's released real soon, but it's her project uh, Florida B. Okay, shout out to me, Florida me B. and you Florida gotta B. Got this here. song called Big Racks, and it's a whole different vibe, even for me. Yeah. Like the vibe on that song, is so crazy, man. Shout out Florida B, cause she been working so crazy. That's hard. Yeah, so, she has. The cipher, she been she, she been, been getting it in. She, been she hit in. Hot 97 in New York yeah. earlier, like she I've been doing that. her thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, then I got um, I got that before this honor, which was actually my first single that I released before Bad for Love. Mm -hmm. So I, I I released that before this honor, July last year. Mm -hmm. And I still didn't fully understand the marketing, or I didn't understand like when you go to jail. The world changed so much. Right. Like so, I had so many plans when I came home, but I was planning from an outdated textbook. Right. Back like when yeah. I came home, people was in different positions. I didn't have the same bond I mm -hmm. had with certain people. I had talked to you almost five years. Mm -hmm. Like, so everything was different. So I didn't really push that the way I was supposed to. Mm. When I got locked back up, I understood how I was working out here. So I came back home. I recorded a, a few songs actually. I went to Detroit, recorded some music out there. And um, the Bad for Love produced by Jay Carter. Shout out Jay Carter. Um, it was <laughs> it was just different, something different for me. Uh, a female from my hood used to always be like, "You just only make songs for the niggas." <laughs> I mean, they hard, but I want something too. And I'm like, huh? I got something for you, dude. Yeah. And I, and I came with the Bad for Love. So, and do you feel like you're leaning towards that now? As far as an artist is concerned, more for the ladies, for the, for that demographic? I feel like you got it. I feel like it works for me. Yeah. But I'm a street nigga at heart. Oh. I'm a street nigga at heart. And I've been through a lot. So I got a lot of unreleased music that's pain, mm -hmm. it's struggle, mm -hmm. it's love, mm -hmm. it's hate. It's these niggas told on me. It's like I kind of go everywhere with it. I, I I do feel like the R&B lane work for me, but I'm already light skinned with freckles. Like I, <laughs> I don't want to be known as this. Like I hate people be like, oh you're a pretty boy. Right. Stop calling me that. Mm. I hate that. Like, but I also feel like that's what makes the bad for love work for me because mm -hmm. when you look at me, that's what you expect. Mm -hmm. Like. You, you look at me, you be like, oh, you a hoe, you want the hoes. Mm -hmm. Like, that's is what you see when you see me. But it's so much more to me than just this. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? But, Real shit. I mean, I, I definitely feel like it works for me. And I, and I, I definitely got, I actually already got a few more R&B songs written. I uh -oh. just want to give them some other type of flavor so first. So what's coming? So what's coming? Ah, uh, just stay tuned. <laughs> I'm working on the EP. <coughs> Excuse me. It's called Diary of a Lost Soul. Okay. And I like that. It's I call it Diary of a Lost Soul because really in the songs like you just gotta really I mean I get specific in a lot of my songs about like what's been happening, how I ended up in jail, what went on while I was in jail. And it's like a battle. 
some in some songs I'm in love. Mm-hmm. Then you got bad for love. Mm-hmm. Then you got some songs when it's like I got a song called Conversations with Mama, and it's it's really a real live conversation that me and her had when I was locked up. Mm-hmm. It started off with a voicemail, a real voicemail that she left me. That's love. You know what I'm saying? Then That's I got, real though. I got a song called Beautiful Struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got a song called Morals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I really oh you be tapping into that deep yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm everywhere with it, but. I try not to go too deep to where it go over people's head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, music is a feel. Music it is, is a vibe. It's a vibe. Like it's, it's, a it's, a, it's a song for everything that you're feeling. Oh, man. It's a song for everything that you're feeling. So oh, man. I, I definitely tap into everything. Every, every vibe. Where does the style come from? Because you got the sauce everywhere you go. You put the shit on and you know you do. Where where's the style come from, man? As a as just an individual, I just be being me. Man. <laughs> that's, that, that's a light skin answer. That's a hella light skin answer. Right I just be being me. Like I mean, for real cool, though. Like I, like I pride myself on being an individual. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time. Like I seen that. You Soon can't look at me and be like, "Oh, you light skin, so you think like that." Mm. Oh, you a Leo, so you think like that. Oh, oh he's a Leo male, too. So you think like big God Leo damn you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't look at me and be like, oh, you like this, so I know you like that. Like, no. Like, you can't categorize me. I pride myself on that. And yeah. I, think, I think that's where my style comes from. Like, I feel like as far as music, I got a good ear. Yeah. I feel like as far as fashion, I got a good eye. Okay. And so okay. When, when, when I look in the mirror, like, my girl would be like, I like that. And I'd be like, um, I'm going to change the shirt. Mm-hmm. Change the shirt and she'd be like, I like that. Like, yeah, I like this too. Mm-hmm. When I'm writing music, my nigga be like, that's hard. And I'd be like, uh, I can come harder than that. Like, it's a feel I search for. Yeah, like, every time. And initially, I didn't realize it, but it was like, I made this song 2011, 2012. It's called About Money. Mm-hmm. And... When I was writing that, I had a certain feeling. And then I let people hear it and they was fucking with it. So now I know like, okay, when I get this feeling, then this how I know like it's the one. Like so okay. when, I, when I did Bad For Love, like I was in the studio, me, me and Block, me, Block and my nigga Grant, we was in the studio and we had recorded some other song. When we got done, Jay Carter was just playing beats. And he went past the Bad For Love beat, and I was like, wait, go back. He went back, I started hitting it, but he was talking to Block. But he heard a piece of it, and he was like, hold on, Block. Hey, do that over. Mm-hmm. He started the beat over, and I hit it again. He like, what's your email? I gave him the email, but I'm thinking he only sent me the song that we had just did. Mm-hmm. So two weeks go by, and I'm like, hey, what's up with that beat? How much you want for that beat? What's up with the studio? He wasn't responding. Mm. I go through my spam messages. He had already sent me the beat. Wow. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I had already had the beat. Didn't even know. So, boom. I'm in the studio again recording a different song. And Black had went outside to smoke. Grant had went outside to smoke. And I was in the booth doing something. And the beat came on. And I was like... We might as well just record this now. I recorded that song in like no over exaggeration, like six minutes. Wow. Like it pop back up. 
right but it was something right about there. it it was it just every time i heard it it just it gave me that feel mm -hmm. again and then i was nervous to perform it for the first time why so when we perform if we if we perform individually you got block banks grand if we perform as a collective you got rds okay and what is RDS stand for? RDS is my hood, Redale Decker Star. It's all standing life for Superior. Okay. So we performed as RDS for for Andrew Lloyd and Dre Day. Mm -hmm. We Shout was out, out in Akron, game. April 10th. I'll never forget it. And we did all type of shit. All turned up gangster ass songs. <laughs> and then I ended it with Bad for Love. Oh. And it was like. And when I was done, everybody kept coming up to me like, y'all was hard, but that last song was hard as fuck. Then I think the five, I had a show, I done had a show every weekend since April with the exception of maybe like two weeks. Wow. I had a show maybe two, three. How'd that I feel? Just, it feel great. It be, it be overwhelming sometimes to be like, like my girl always be like, you book before you even know you book. Be like, be like that. Like I got a show the 21st. Mm -hmm. Radio interview the 23rd, a show the 25th, the 26th, September 9th. Like, I'm, it's just always, yeah. always something. Keep it moving. Yeah, for sure. So, anyway, like, the following week I did, we did the same selections again. We was trying to win a showcase to open up for Jada Kiss at a fashion show that Curvy uh, CEO mm, was yep, at. Yeah, we was at that. Shout out Curvy. So, we, that's where we saw you ever again. I actually, yeah. I actually lost the showcase mm -hmm. to. Uh, uh, lyricist out of, uh, I think he's from either Akron or Cat and Nicasso. And when I say Nicasso, yeah, he is born, a fucking yep. dog. Dog. Nicasso is a dog. And you really gotta listen to what Nicasso right. said. Right. Because he, he, he be spitting. But he ultimately was the winner of that showcase. Mm -hmm. But they was like, we gotta make an executive decision. We need that song. Wow. And that's how I ended up doing that the following week. And wow. It, it, was, it just kind of went from there. Like, and that's how I said, that's how I got my manager. Lily. Shout out, Miss Lily. <laughs> Lily was like, ha ha, I think you need a manager. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. She's like, ha ha. No, for real, though. Yeah. Like, I need, I need to manage you. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I'm like, we, so we linked up. We did paperwork and all that. So, yeah. Shout out, so how shout has out that been? I love Miss Lily. Uh, <laughs> we love her over here. That's too. my drunk auntie. <laughs> Facts though. Facts though. On the niggas. I love Miss Lily, man. Miss Lily be doing her thing. She do. Miss Lily be doing her thing. Like so that's our, a good combination. Vibe, like you would think I've known Miss Lily my whole life. Wow. Like that's she love. just she just so genuine. Yeah, she is. And like it's it's she's so transparent. Like, it's no, like, I never have to question her motive. Mm -hmm. Like, if Lily tell me to do it, it's done. Because mm. I know she moving with my with my best intention. That's you know beautiful. Like, yeah, I, I, I That's love, a good I, feeling I, to I have as an artist. For sure. So you in a good space right now. Definitely, definitely. So we got some good shit coming then. Definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. So you, you also, um, you did um, Bitch Like Me with OVOV. Um, such a vibe. Such a vibe. Oh, well, no, I did, I did you the, the video. video. That's the video, what I was talking yeah, about. That's so, what I was talking so, about. Okay, yeah, yeah. How did it feel being a leading man <laughs> in a video such as that? It was different. It was different. That actually was my first time I had ever did anything like that. Really? Yeah. And of course, you know, coming into it, like, one thing I love about ODOV, she is 
so detailed mm -hmm. about anything she do. Yeah. She was like, Absolutely. okay, you go do this? I'm like, yeah. She, like, she said, okay, you need this, <laughs> this, and this. Because we got this scene, that scene, this scene. Right. She came prop. She knew color. She knew how she wanted her set. Everything. I love it. So we sitting there, and I'm like, all right, so when I come on stage, like, what I got to do? And she was like, this, 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 and this. And then the rest with this freestyle. I'm like, all right. So before he say action, I'm sitting there nervous, like, okay, what I'm about to do, but... Camera roll and it was like it was on. Yeah, and it was like our our chemistry was was um automatic. Yeah, it looked it. It, 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 it was looked automatic. It looked like y'all grew up together. For sure. <laughs> like y'all was in love forever. Yeah, that's what everybody think like, oh you y'all go together. Like that's not my girlfriend. <laughs> but but yeah, like it, it, that was definitely different for me and I'm open to doing more, more stuff like stuff that. Stuff like that again for sure. Like Real shit. But well, that was dope. I wanted to touch on that before we get out of here because I thought that was a dope move that y'all did for with sure. that one. Um, before we get out of here, it's called Get It Off Your Chest. So if anything you need to get off your chest to your supporters, to your loved ones, to the haters, to the jail system, to anybody you need to get it off your chest before we see you again, go ahead. This is your time. First off, to the jail, man. Free all my niggas. Sure. And my little brother, Jado, he on his way home. I got a few artists on my label on their way home. Shout out JJ, shout out Maul, shout out TK. Shout, shout out the out, label. Uh, What's the label called? Label LAF. LAF. Life ain't free, life ain't fair. Yes, Lord sir. Lord family. Um, as far as my haters, fuck all y'all. But thank y'all, though, because y'all y'all made me who I am, man. Y'all made me go harder, man. So hi to all my haters. How y'all doing? I know y'all hate to see me blowing up in y'all face, but you, you will be all right. As far as my supporters go, man, thank y'all. Like... The love I be getting at my shows is, is humbling. Mm. Especially since I worked so hard for this, like I sacrificed. Like I, when I was doing when I was doing my robberies, like I would take that money and go to the studio. Like my niggas wow. was grabbing packs. Like I was going to the studio. Like so, just it, it's just humbling, man. So I thank all my supporters, man. Everybody who been rocking with me. Everybody that's been on this live the whole time. Shout out Kirby. Oh hey Kirby. Shout out to everybody on this live. Man, shout out man. to the live for sure. Shout out to the live, man. Just, just love, man, man. I got this EP coming, Diary of a Lost Soul. Mm -hmm. I got the Bad for Love video coming. Shout out Logan Kingston. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out to Logan, the goat. Definitely go, Logan. Man, he is goaded for real. Shout out Insomniac at iHeartRadio, man. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Just, just stay tuned, man. Follow me on IG Bankroll underscore Won't Fold, mm -hmm. the number two. And just. Follow me, just tap in with me, man. LA at the mob. Cross the squad, you meet God, nigga. <laughs> and on that note, it's the King TV Network. We out here. Peace and love. Beautiful. Here's